Today I want to help you as God has helped me through through his word on maybe handling better the season that you may find yourself uh, in today. Now I'm sure you've heard this uh, statistic before but I want you to write it down or this this quote because I believe it is really a lot of truth in it and that's this life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it. Just like God wants you to understand that you aren't the lump sum of everything you've done or you've not done in the past. God wants you to understand that regardless of what comes against you, uh, that doesn't have to derail what he has for you. But the reason that's, um, that quote matters so much, I believe, that life is 90% uh, how you respond to things, is that how you respond to things, it really, really matters. And I want to encourage you today, you see a scripture reference, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 through 11. You see that reference? We're not going to put it up on the screen, but, but I want you to go back this week and I want you to, to, to let that scripture marinate on you. Because what you'll see that sets up this message is that the Bible says there's a time and there's a season for every activity under heaven. And the first thing he starts out with, there's a time to be born and there's a time to die. And then what he starts describing is all these times and these seasons in between. You know, there's a lot of in-betweens in our lives. And every season that we've gone through, every season that we're going through, and everything that we will go through, I want you to hear this part. God has a divine purpose under heaven for it. There's nothing takes him by surprise. Uh, in fact, I could argue, and again, I'm not saying this is the case for all of you, but this is often the case for most that we minister to here at Refuge Church, that it is because of something you've gone through or something that you're going through that we're even talking right now. And I want you to hear the good part about that is this. God can use the tough stuff to get us to the right stuff. God can use the lowest valley to get us to the mountain. Today, whether you're in a season of joy or, or grief or laughter or tears or good times or bad times, a season of feeling victorious or a feeling of being defeated, the season you're in right now can be used by God if you let it. And it can grow your faith if you let it. Now, I want you to remember this, Ecclesiastes 3.11. It's the favorite part that you see in all of it talking about the time that God has for us, and that's this. It says, he makes all things beautiful in his time. God makes all things beautiful in his time. Now, as we get into this message, as we, as we just continue to, to chisel through this and, and press into this, there's two ways that you have already chosen to deal with the seasons of your life. I want you to write these down. You're either, letter A, you're trying to rely on yourself. You're seeking to do things your way, and you're seeking to see things your way. Or you have or you will choose to trust God in the season, with the season, rely on God with the season, and look to God for direction. So listen, in every season, it either turns you more to God or it turns you more away from God. Either you look to God as your source of help, as your source of strength and guidance, or you just say, well, you know what? I'm going to just try my best. How many of you know sometimes your best isn't enough? You could be trying your best. In fact, you could, you could be doing everything humanly possible to, to change certain things in your life, 
and yet run into a season that wrecks everything in your life. What I'm about to share with you is certainty amidst your uncertainty. I want you to bow your heads with me because there's nothing that you can, that, that's going to, no magic words are going to change you. The Lord has to get a hold of your heart and life today. And some of you thought you came to another church service when really God's bringing you to a strong, strong invitation into closer communion with him today. Would you bow your heads with me? Heavenly Father, God, open our eyes that we might see what you want us to see. Open our hearts that we might receive what you want us to receive, God. Open our ears that we might hear what you want us to hear. God, may we not just gain and gather information, but Lord, I pray for each person listening right now that they, Lord, would experience transformation as they learn, no matter the season, how to put their little hand in your big hand. God, show us all the next right step. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, just so you know, I, um, I always measure whether or not a message has punch based on the adversity that, that, that we deal with to get to it. Um, and uh, and it's, it's thick. It's thick. And I don't think it's just in my life. I think some of you are barely getting in here. It took everything you had just to, just to even show up. Today, God's going to show up. The first thing you need to know when seasons change is this. Number one, even when seasons change, God stays the same. Even when seasons change, God stays the same. Listen, life is full of changes. Always has been, always will be in this life. But just as sure as we can know that we have to wake up each day expecting some things not to go the way we planned, we can be sure that God is who he is, that God is, is still God. Sometimes the first step for you to get your life stabilized and your heart stabilized is to just know that there is a God, but you're not him. God has not changed regardless of what has changed. Malachi 3.6 says, I am the Lord, and I do not change. Psalm 102, 25 through 27 says, Long ago you laid the foundation of the earth and, and you made the heavens with your hands. They will perish, but you will remain forever. They will wear out like old clothing. You will change them like a garment and then discard them. But you are always the same. You live forever. I want you to make sure you put this in your notes. It's not just that God doesn't change. It's the fact that his character doesn't change. Okay? God is who he says he is. You, whether you feel this or not, God is good, okay? Even if you're in bad times, God is just, even if you think some people are getting away with murder. God is all-powerful. God is all-knowing, and God is always there for you and I. In fact, anything good in our lives, the Bible says, comes from a never-changing God, James 1.17 says, whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father who created all the lights in heaven. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. If there's anything you can bank on in this life, it's God. Now, we have it on our currency, but we think about anything except it, and that is, in God we trust but anytime, listen, anytime we're not putting our total trust in God, we're sinking. Our faith is sinking. Our faith is misguided. Our, our focus is not where it needs to be. Because listen, if I'm focused on a great, big, all-knowing, all-powerful, all-loving God, always their God, 
whatever's in front of me can't be bigger than what I've got my faith in. We, we're always either where, where our problems are greater than our God or our God is greater than our problems. Psalm 92 says, from beginning to end, you are God. Whether you are six months old, 66 years old, or become 106, God is going to be God, regardless of how much you change, regardless of how much things change around you. 1 Timothy 1.17 says, all honor and glory to God forever and ever. He is the eternal king, the unseen one who never dies. He alone is God. Amen. Scripture tells us that before anything and anyone existed, God was God. You say, well, what does God look like? God. When did God get here? Before everybody and everything else. That's why he's God. Listen, I want you to hear this with your heart. The God of the good times is still bad, God in the, in the bad times. The same God that watched over you all the past seasons, even seasons that you felt like, if you, if you go back in your rearview mirror and you think of the worst experiences you've had in your life, and, and, and you go, well, hey, I can remember at that time panicking, not knowing how I'll get through this, not knowing how I'll get through that, not knowing how things will ever be the same, and yet if you go back, you can see how God day by day by day by day restored your life. Just as he did that before in the past seasons, he'll continue to do that in these seasons. Listen, even though seasons change, God never changes. I know I spent a lot of time on that right there, but that's where it starts. Listen, uh, as Rick Warren, I think, says, you know, um, the the place to start with your purpose is to wake up and realize life is not about you. It's not about me. It's about God. His will for my life, his plan for my life, his, uh, his perspective of what is right, what is wrong, what is best. Brings me to this second thing. Even when seasons change, God has a plan. Even when seasons change, God has a plan. Now, plenty of people who see God as being God, they will still look at certain things going on in their lives, because we all do this, and you think that this problem or this situation is, is, is just um, delaying God's plan. What if it's the greatest part of his plan? What if it's the, instead of you thinking that, that it's, it's, it's just um, not an answer to prayer, maybe, maybe it's an answer to prayer. So you never know what somebody else has prayed. You know, um, In fact, we have to be careful sometimes. We say, well, God... Uh, do whatever you want with my life to reach my family or to reach my friends. And, and you don't know what that might look like. You may not understand or are able to see how God is working and shifting things. But, but God may be, I, I tend to believe this. God does more when you're in the workshop than when you're out there running and gunning like you're large and in charge. You've got to stay in God's workshop. You know, that's one thing. A lot of times, I'll just, I'll just go ahead and put my own self in time out now. I've just learned. I'm like, I know what I need. I need God. I know what I need. I need, I need God to get all over me and get all in me and, and change my perspective, change my, 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 my heart. I want you to write this down. God always has a reason for the season. He always has a reason for the season. No matter what that season is that you're going through right now, no matter what has happened to you in the past or does happen to you in the future, the the things that happen won't hinder the plan because God already knew those things would happen. You hear me? 
Psalm 33, 11 says, but the Lord's plans stand firm forever. His intentions can never be shaken. Listen, the reason God calls us to walk by faith with him, to put our little hand in his big hand, is because only he knows what is best for our lives. We see from the floor seat, he sees from the box seat. You're sitting there looking at things from your small, minute perspective. God's going, hey, I see everything, so you might want to trust me because I'm calling the plays up in the booth. Makes me think about football. By the way, congratulations, Tigers. Okay. And, and, but, but you ever notice that they, they have um, offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators in football that, that they go up in the booth so they can see the whole field because they can see overall what's happening instead of somebody just seeing from what angle they're looking. You need to understand just because you can't see God's plan through your angle, you got to trust the plan. You got to know that God has a plan. Listen, we can make our plans though, and we all do this, but only God ultimately knows the plans. That's why we get so surprised so often is because we planned out the day and then it didn't go um, even 1% the way we were planning. Proverbs 19.21 says, Many plans are in a man's mind, but it is the Lord's purpose for him that will stand, that will be carried out. Sometimes God allows you to just keep running into a brick wall or he keeps closing certain doors because he's got a different door for you. Listen, God has not asked us to figure anything out. But let me say this. Just as much as sometimes people might think, well, this person or that person should have all the answers, none of us have all the answers. In fact, some of the most settling times in my life is when I realize I don't have to have all the answers. God has not asked us to figure anything out. He has asked us to trust that he's working things out. The greatest prayer that you'll ever pray it always needs to be the prayer. Jesus taught us, and Jesus prayed. He said, my Father, not my will, but your will be done. In my life and in the lives of those around me. By the way, the best prayer you'll pray for anybody is, is say, God, this is what I pray for that person. I pray for your, your will to be done in their life. Why am I going to pray that you don't have hardships if it's the very hardship that God's going to use to get you to, to, to a better courtship with him? Proverbs 29, 11, or as I told the earlier ones, Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. He, did, he never said in there that you know the plans. He says, I know the plans. Reason why you should want the closest relationship you absolutely can have with God. That's, that's where your peace comes from. That's where you find your purpose. You don't have to go out and, and make yourself somebody. God says you are somebody. You don't have to go out and prove anything to anybody. You just need to seek to live to please God. But it's through that relationship with God, and, and I know this because I've been, I've been working through this for years, that, that God shows you that, that he's got a plan and it's not for you to predict things. It's for you to keep following and trusting things. Listen, God's plans are to use everything you've gone through, all the things you're going through, and all the things you will to continue to evolve you into who he wants you to be and to, take, uh, to, and to carry out his will on this earth. Here's something God gave me this week. I want you to write it down. Everything you've gone through is on your resume for God's glory. Every single thing you've gone through is on your resume for God's glory. Now, again, you'll either waste the pain or let God use the pain. It'll either be God's platform or it'll just be your thorn in your flesh. 
But see, I'd, I'd rather know that my difficulty was helping other people and bringing me closer to God than for it to just be defeating me every morning I wake up. You know, Scripture does say he works all things together for the good of those who love him or are called according to his purpose for them. Listen, things don't have to, to look great for God to be doing great things, even as we speak. But thirdly, even when seasons change, God's word remains true. God's word remains true. Something we all need to, to hear, because this will help you with the confusion in society. The world's interpretation of what is truth changes like the weather. It doesn't just change from generation to generation. It changes by the hour. You can't expect if all you're doing is getting truth from Facebook instead of God's book, boy, you a fully loaded baked potato of a whole lot of junk. I would know. I've swallowed it before, too. I'm like, Lord Jesus, I didn't even need to go to the doctor. just got off of social media. Listen, the world's truth changes. God's word never does. You don't, when, you, when you grab your Bible, you don't have to grab it and go, well, hey, I wonder if this is relevant to, for today. I wonder if this has any value for my life now. I wonder if this is, is something I still should turn to. Listen, when the, the Bible is God's number one way that he speaks to you, and the Bible never changes in his truth, the Bible needs to be the most read book in your kindred, in your Kindle. You can see I don't have a Kindle. I'm talking about kindred. <laughs> see, God, listen, some of y'all, I already know how this works. I actually had somebody just a while back say this to me. Said, I just, I always pray, Pastor, during a message that something crosses you up. Just so we can laugh at you one more time. God, if you can be glorified through it, keep, keep doing it at my expense. But listen, how many of you got tons of other books and other things you read, but you don't find time to read the book? That never changes. That is not just full of rebuke, but it's full of promise. See, God's word is God's love letters to you and me. God's word is, is God's promises for his children. Anybody who's admitted their sin, believed in Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection for the forgiveness of their sin and the promise of eternal life and for this unique spiritually reborn uh, relationship with God through Christ, that person becomes a child of God. He's given us the privilege of being called children of God. Children of God are meant to follow the will of God and the way we find that is God's word. Listen, you will never understand better God's will if you don't continue to grow in God's word. Everything I, I share with you is things that, that I'm continually taking to heart, saying, okay, remember that. Know this. Be sure of this. Listen, when you can't rely on anything else and anyone else's opinions, you can always rely on God's never-changing book. What I love about the Bible is this. It is the only book written, period, out there that does not contradict itself and that the times can't make it irrelevant. In fact, sometimes the times make it more relevant. Children of God seek God. Children of God want God's glory, want God's will done in their life. And by the way, if the Holy Spirit lives within you, unfortunately for you, you can't run from God. Thank God, though, too, that that's the case. You can't because the Spirit of God tells you, says, hey, you, you need to get realigned. You need to get here. You need to do that. You need to, you need to seek me. Isaiah 48 says, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the Word of God stands 
forever. Psalm 119.89 says, Your eternal word, O Lord, stands firm in heaven. Numbers 23.19 says, God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? Listen, Jesus makes it very clear that, that, that the word of God will stand forever. You've heard me say this before, that, that at the end of your life, um, God will give you your final report card. And the filter that he's going to use to evaluate whether or not you are living his way or your way, whether you knew him or you didn't know him, is his word. It's the gospel truth that we find in God's word. Jesus, he told us about this when it came to the word of God. He said, either you're building your life on the word of God, which is like building, building on a solid rock, a solid foundation, or you're building your life on sinking sand. Now, I'm just going to meddle here just a moment and just, just state some stuff. You show me some of the biggest catastrophes that happen in people's lives, and most of it is a direct effect of being outside of the will of God. You can have people that you think you know look like they got it all together. They might have plenty of money. They might have plenty of friends. They might have just, just like I said, seemingly the picture-perfect world. But see, in my world, I'm used to seeing people's worlds fall apart by the millisecond. And there's one thing in common to the type of, of divide I'm telling you I see, and that is the foundation wasn't on the Word of God. The foundation wasn't God taking us where we need to go because, listen, only in Christ can things last. Only in Christ can a marriage survive and thrive. Only in Christ can a family get where it needs to go. Only in Christ can you bear some of the most unbearable seasons. Anything built on God's word, it will last. But anything not revealed on God's word, time will reveal itself. Listen, anything God promises in his word, you can take it to the bank. When you read God's word, this is how you need to do it. God, what do you want to say to me? Because God's speaking directly to you. When you pick up that scripture, God has just spoke a sentence to you. You read 10 scriptures, he just, he just shared with you 10 revelations. You need to grab the word of God because it sheds light on the darkness. It gives you hope even when things feel hopeless. God's word can be relied on. But number four, even when seasons change, God is faithful. God is faithful. You know, one of the things I think we all struggle with the most is not giving other people grace, but receiving God's grace. It's a whole lot easier to, to say amazing grace, how sweet the sound is, say to wretch like me, but yet not know how to rely on that grace. I want to I help you with something that most Christians uh, never figure out for most of their Christianity, and that's um, your salvation was never built around your perfection. Your, your, the fact that you're going to heaven has nothing to do with you. It's just by grace through faith in Jesus Christ alone were you saved. When it comes to God loving you, it's not based on your perfection. It's not based on your performance. I've had many a times throughout my ministry that, you know how sometimes you're locked in and sometimes you're just coasting? I've had plenty of times that, that my ministry um, represented the same way that sometimes I drive on the interstate, which I hit the coast, and I wake up about 30 minutes later and realize I was driving. Anybody in the house able to identify with me on that? 
Pat, I think you've got to be very careful. If you're talking on that phone, you in Grandmama's house in your head, but my Lord Jesus, you were still driving, and you wake up, and you're like, God, there's something to be learned from that. I've said this just a while back when it happened to me on something. I was like, my Lord Jesus, I didn't even get a Tesla. You must be driving me all around. He just steered me and steered me on. Listen, when you can't even rely on yourself, you can rely on your God. Even when you make mistakes, you can rely on your God. Even when you don't feel God's presence, you have God's presence as a child of God. Listen, God promises his, his, these, these promises to his children. He promises he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He promises to bless you and, and give you favor, especially as you seek his will. God promises to use every heartache and to one day dry, dry every tear. God is faithful even when our lives may feel like they're falling apart. When you can't rely on anything and anyone else, you can rely on God. And remember this, you're relying on a God who never changes, who always keeps his word. Psalm 105 says, for the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation. I, I, we, we have this tendency to where we always want to go, well, man, I'm so afraid for this generation and that generation and that generation. I've been concerned about every one of them the last 30 years. The same God in that generation is the same God in this generation. The same God who could help us before can help us now. There's a reason the scripture's like, listen, you want to find peace and healing in this world? If my people will humble themselves, that means get over yourself and, 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 and turn from their wicked ways and sincerely seek God, seek the face of God, seek the peace of God, seek the promises of God, seek the will of God, then he says, I will heal this land. See, the problem isn't what God can do, it's what we aren't allowing him to do in our lives. By the way, you can have peace and purpose in your life even if the world is scattered, smothered, and covered like Waffle House. Don't let, don't let what other people do or don't do keep you from pursuing what God wants you to do. Some of you need to hear that very clearly because you're always either being guided by your feelings or you're being guided by your faith. Man, if I, if I pastored based off my feelings, I would be worse than Lane Kiffin on social media. Some of you don't even know who Lane Kiffin is. He's somebody who gets on social media and probably says way more than he should say. How many of you, you, you looked at that Facebook stuff and it said, what's on your mind? And you're going, ain't nobody wants to hear what's on my mind. Okay? I deal with the same uh, stuff. You know, we all just brothers from another mother, by the way. And, 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 and so we, we, all, we all fall short. And, and, and yet sometimes, listen, we just need to know that even in this ever-changing world, we have a never-changing God, we have a never-changing word, and we have never-changing promises. Listen, not only can you not, as a child of God, can, can he, not even death snatch you out of God's hand, nothing can steal from you the promises that God has for you. Listen, God is faithful to do everything he's promised in his word. Psalm 33, 4 says, For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all we do. Even if we fall short of per perfection, which we do, God is faithful. 2 Timothy 2, 13 says, If we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny who he is. You ever look back like I do and you say, God, my Lord, at one time I was even a hotter mess but you were still faithful. Listen, don't forget where God's taking you from because a lot of times you need to draw from that so you can see where he's, he will take you. 
Listen, faith is not just trusting in yourself. It has nothing to do with trusting in, in your ability, your, 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 your feelings, or your performance. It is in your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Faith is about trusting your God, not your good. Trusting in his faithfulness, not your ability to perfect this life. I have given up on perfection. How many of you, you've done something long enough, you done gave up on that way of doing it? It wore you out, absolutely out. It, it, listen, it's hard to fake it. That's why I prefer real. I tell people a lot of times, I said, now, as long as you sit in this and the more you find out that this pastor is an absolutely 10 out of 10 hot mess, you'll have to decide whether you want to keep listening to what he's got to say. I just want you to understand I'm just a vessel. But by the grace of God go I. If God wasn't helping me, if God wasn't leading me, if God wasn't empowering me, and if I didn't trust God, I couldn't, I couldn't see any of the goodness that I see. But last but not least, number five, even when seasons change, Jesus will help you. No matter the season, Jesus will help you. Now, I can hear somebody right now, well, I preach what I need him to do is go ahead and if he'll just remove that, we'll all be, we'll be even. If he'll just change the season. Listen, sometimes God doesn't change the storm. He changes you. Sometimes God doesn't immediately still the storm. He stills you. When you have nowhere else to turn and you've exhausted all your lifelines, Jesus will always be there. You don't have to wonder whether he knows what's on your mind, what you're struggling in with your heart. Listen, Jesus promises to be with you no matter the season, not just to watch over you from afar. I like that Beth Midler song too, From a Distance. God is watching, but I'm helping you understand that in Christ, God is close. Christ is real. Hebrews 13, 4 through 8 says, For God has said, I will never leave you. I will never abandon you. So we can say with confidence. Notice, that here's the confidence. Here's where it comes from. The Lord is my helper. If you ever want to know where my confidence comes from, it's because I know I'm exactly to the best of my ability, right where God wants me to be, doing exactly what he wants me to do. It says, So I say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Remember your leaders who taught you the word of God. Think of all the good that has come from their lives and follow the example of their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If I were to let you see in the rearview mirror of my life, especially over the last 30 years of, of ministry, you will see that, that while I always saw it, and my wife could tell you, I've always sought to be where God wants me to be, do what God, God wants me to do, you would see a lot of high points, and you'd see many, many low points that you didn't know existed, just as I would in your life. But what you would also see is how God has never failed to bless me and my family, no matter what, especially when we are seeking him with all our hearts. Listen, Jesus has carried me through valleys I thought I couldn't get through, And he's helped me experience life victories time and time again that I did not deserve nor did I earn. Listen, Jesus has proven to you, even when you didn't prove anything to him or could even prove anything to him, that he is faithful. He has proven in your life, as he kept you from taking your life, some of you, that he is faithful yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Listen, I've never run into anything that Jesus hasn't been right there to help me through. One day this past week in my time with the Lord, um, God reminded me of some things. And he, and he led me to this text right here that I want to close with, Psalm 121, 
1 through 8. In the Amplified Bible, it says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From where shall my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Listen to verse 5. It says, the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will guard your going out and your coming in. Everything that you do from this time forth and forever. Some of you need to get back underneath the shelter of God's wings. Some of you need to seek God Almighty for refuge. A church, we're just, we just try to point you to the refuge. But you've got to lean in and, 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 and be covered underneath the refuge because when you're underneath the, 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 the sheltering arms of God, you have nothing to fear. Nothing to fear. I, in fact, I fear the most whenever I'm trying to be in control versus knowing that he's in control and giving him control. That's where the confidence comes from is knowing that, okay, I've, I'm letting go, I'm letting God, and I'm trusting in a never-changing God who always has a plan, who is always faithful, whose word remains true, and who will help me every step of the way. Would you bow your heads with me? Heavenly Father, God, Lord, right now we turn to you, we lean on you, we ask of you, Lord, come into our hearts and lives, take over our path, lead us the way you would have us to go. Show us in your word. Reveal to us through your spirit. Speak to us from other people, through other people, God, even. Use our circumstances, God, to get us closer to you, Lord. I know that's your will always, Lord, is that we realize that no matter the season, you're calling us closer. God, may we not allow the devil to, to get a stronghold in our lives in this season we're in, God, but may we run to you, look to you, trust in you. God, I give you everything that, that anyone in here is facing right now, from the person who feels the, the absolute lowest to the person who feels maybe at a high right now. God, I pray that we would know that the God of the good times is still God in the tough times. We give everything over to you right now in Jesus' name. As we stand together and sing, I'm available here if you would like to come uh, speak with me or me pray with you. This altar is open as well.